Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. Welcome into the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. GT for three left corner. Uncle Tim, wide open. Night made. The New Orleans Pelicans podcast starts right now. Welcome to the Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. I am Joe Cardosi, joined by the polymath, Mr. Jim Eichenhofer. And uh, Jim, you know, we needed a win. We kept talking about how we needed another one of those muslin games. Looks like we got one. Looks like, hey, uh, our, our thirst cannot be sated. Got another one coming up again in the Clippers, but you got to take them as they come. We got the win we needed, man. Certainly did. And, uh, I mean, it's a three-game winning streak. I know things were looking pretty dire a week or so ago when they lost the first time to Houston in that weekend series but i mean here we are they're in the top 10 again so if you saw thought or said that the season was over you know not that long ago a lot of people were if the season right if the season ended today they would be in the playing tournament and the season definitely would not be over they'd be playing against somebody in round one so i mean things have definitely took a swing in a very positive direction i thought that this was possible based on the opposition i was hoping that they would win all four of the games against the bottom tier of the league, they won three though, so they're yeah. still in good position, and they've jumped a couple other teams in the standings. So, hey, they have a chance now. This road trip is going to be huge, but yep. man, it's been uh, been quite a reversal from seven days ago. Yeah, the sky is not falling. I've been mostly staying off Twitter. Every now and then, I'll hop on just to see what the smooth brains are hammering out with their sweaty little digits, and uh, most of them were saying, "You know, oh, it's over. We got a tank." And, uh, uh, and now they're they're awfully quiet. People often accuse us of maybe being uh, overly positive, or you know maybe maybe we're too sunshine and roses. But let's be honest, uh, we were correct. Jim is an oracle, and we are one of maybe four Pelicans podcasts worth listening to. So <laughs> the rest of them are just you know four people who work at the hat store 
simultaneously screaming into a flip phone while they're driving. <laughs> I need to get that list of the four. We'll, we'll, we'll do that in a yeah, future yeah, episode we'll, where you, yeah. where you, you, you rank them. Maybe you yeah. say, here's, here's the four ones. The bad ones. And then I want to, and then I want to hear the list of the ones that are definitely not worth listening to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't that's, know if you want that's that a topic list. for another day. It's though. long. Yeah. No. Look, we, we thank you for paying attention to the Pelicans, <laughs> but a lot of people were just yelling, uh, bad takes. And I love bad takes. Like every now and then I'll go on Twitter and I just wrap myself in like, oh, I'm like a pig in filth. Like, oh, you're so wrong. Oh, you don't know how anything works. I love it. They, they won the game they needed to. They look to go on this four-game road trip uh, with a little wind in their sails. And a big part of that is Jonas Valanciunas' play as of late. Uh, he had, once again, another double-double. I believe that's his 38th double-double. Uh, of the season, mm-hmm. uh, 20 points, 19 rebounds. Oh, but for one that he mentions, uh, this wasn't a Jim exclusive. We must uh, talk about right. Jim got to catch up with Jonas after the game, along with the media pool who mm-hmm. let's be honest, ride your coattails. But, <laughs> uh, you know, we, he was there uh, talking to Jonas, the media gathered around and, and I thought it was fun uh, audio from Jonas and people forget because he looks scary. Still a fun guy. He really is. I mean, he's, Pretty hilarious when he's in the yes. right mood. We had an article on Pelicans.com a while back where the question was, who's the most sarcastic Pelicans player yeah. among your teammates? And I believe he was the one that got the most quote-unquote votes. He was the guy. He just has that kind of sense of humor where he's always – you're not sure t- sometimes whether he's joking or not. But yeah. Um, but anyways, he's – over the last four games, he's averaged 20.5 points, 15.8 rebounds. He's shooting 63% from the field. He's spinning around people in the paint. He's dunking on people. Uh, The amount of hair colors of people he dunked on last night must have been probably the most of the season. That that was the most rainbow of hair colors he's dunked on. Yes, Kai Jones has a teal colored. uh, Yep. Ensemble there. Blonde in there. Kelly Oubre had. Yeah, geez, I had not thought about the uh, the different uh, diversity of hair colors that Jonas has been doing damage against. Show over there last (laughs) night. Yeah, but no, he's been uh, he's been really tough to stop. It's been great to see. I think this is you know the best that he's played this year, and you know it was it was fun talking to him. I mean, everyone's in a good mood, obviously, after another win. Um, he touches on in this interview just a lot about you know the word he uses is mojo, yeah, and just the mood of the team. That it just seems like they're getting back to enjoying basketball, having a lot of fun, and in the you know, kind of pressure situation they're in where they know that they have to get wins. It's been great to not only get those victories, but also mostly do it in dominating fashion where it hasn't come down to the end of the game. These last three games where you've been able to, to feel pretty good about yourselves going into the fourth quarter. Um, So this is Jonas talking about the game that he had last night against the Hornets. Um, He, now I have to point out too, before we play the clip, he's totally joking when he's, Quote, when he's kind of getting angry at teammates for stealing his rebounds. That's the sarcasm that I, we I, mentioned earlier. Yes. Somebody after the game asked it's jovial. me. Jovial. Right. Someone asked me the, after the game, you know, where I was, if I was in the locker room and I, or where I was. And I said, no, I'm in the locker room. Yo, I'm, we're talking to Jonas. He's, he's cursing at people for not, uh, for, for taking away his rebounds. And they responded back like, oh man, what, what's wrong with him? I'm like, no, 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 no. He's totally joking. Yeah, so. that, that's the thing with me. People often think I mean, I'm like, no, 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 you don't get it. I'm funny. There's a difference. Right, uh, right. So, you know, Jonas is just being hilarious. It's all. Uh, but it was great audio. And let, let's catch uh, the gym interview among the media pool with Jonas Valanciunas. Well, I just like winning. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, we 
Desperate for the win, wins and uh, winning is great, you know, playing together on offense that takes care of defense and, you know, you know, we playing with that mojo, you know, we we like what we're doing on the court, uh, we we enjoying basketball that takes that takes care of offense, and defense and winning. What's, uh, what's going to be the key for you guys to continue this year as you go on this, uh, this Well, right now we got tough ones coming up. So we got to come out with same mentality, same, uh, same focus, same aggressiveness. You know, we've been aggressive from the start. You know, we're building the lead throughout the, throughout the game. That's what we need to keep, you know, keep it going. We had some issues with the third quarter. Now we're starting to, you know, come out in the third quarter and be be same aggressive as a start of the game. So you got to keep continue that and, you know, even increase. You guys are trying to box out a little bit extra to get Brandon a couple extra rebounds there in the third so he can get his triple-double. Yeah, he, he took one too many. He took 11. <laughs> You, you mentioned, you mentioned the, the word mojo for the team. How much of that was what Najee did tonight? You know, he's just enjoying basketball. He's, he's all over the place. He's, he's doing, doing it all. So I'm just happy to see him playing like that. And he, got, he gets everybody going, you know, crowd, players, coaches. You know, it's, this guy loves basketball. That's all I need to say, right? Uh, yeah, Trey Murphy stealing my rebound. You know, I could have 2020, but it's okay. Shit happens. Excuse me. Great stuff from Jonas Valanciunas. Uh, drop a little S-bomb there. It's so funny how uh, Jonas sounds like he's both from Lithuania and Brooklyn at the same time. They don't do that. But he's a funny dude, man. It's glad to hear Jonas back in the happy place. His English is infinitely better than my Lithuanian would yes. be. So yes. I, I know that for it. sure. Yeah, he no, he's really fun to talk to. I mean, he like you mentioned earlier in the show, he's he, he's very intimidating looking, but he might be the nicest fella yeah. on the squad. And that's saying something because, man, there's a bunch of guys that are just so much fun to talk to. I know. Very agreeable gentlemen that and are And the on most lustrous beard on the squad, without question. <laughs> uh, you yes. know, and, and look, credit to the Hornets last night. I got to say, you know, as, as much as that game needed to be a win and, and it was supposed to be on paper, they put up a hell of a fight for they a did. team that had nobody. Right. I mean, they came out with 10 players. By the end of the game, they had seven. So they mm-hmm. literally could not go to the bench, and they still, to their credit, kept it tight for most of the game. I, I still felt good about the Pelicans' chances because, especially as the team whittled down, Scary Terry going out, who Graf was a little terrified of because mm-hmm. he's hurt the Pelicans in the past. Yeah. I think he only scored about five points before he went out of the game. Uh, and then, you know, as, as it just dwindled and dwindled, they were keeping pace, but you knew it's like there's only so long. They could keep this up so shorthanded. Yeah, but credit to them, they played well for sure. Yeah, I mean that, that was a very commendable, respectable performance by them. That they were still very much in the game. It was only a couple possession game. Yeah. early in the fourth quarter. I mean, between losing Scary Terry to injury and Kelly Oubre, they both of their starting guards were out. They Except already to wear out Gordon Hayward. Basically, right. they already don't have Lamelo Ball, who's out for the season. Yep. So I mean, you're down to basically your top three guards, more or less, are not on the floor in the latter part of the second half for and that they're playing game. a back-to-back yeah to, tonight right so you know yeah good and, luck to them and actually quickly too i know we're going to get into this um at the end of the show but i mean we 
are suddenly going to become Hornets fans because they played Dallas twice this weekend. They played them Friday yeah. and then again Sunday. Hopefully they can get Rozier and Oubre and whoever else is banged up back on the court because obviously it's beneficial if they can get at least one of those wins against they've the They've got Mavericks. scores. I mean, they've yeah. got legitimate starters. Uh, mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, let's let's go Hornets, I guess, as we go forward. Look, we want to talk to our guest, Mr. Gus Kattengal. He, uh, he stopped in before his sports hangover show. And, uh, you know, he is our studio host. He's there for every game. He catches the vibes. He knows that things have felt different. And uh, we want to talk to him while we're on the crest of this wave here. So let's talk to Mr. Gus Kattengill. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Joining us on the Pelicans podcast. So excited to have him in the house because the goose could not be loose at a better time. Follow him on Twitter at GCAT underscore one seven. And uh, normally he's in studio for the Pelicans broadcast, but tomorrow he will be at Mid City Yacht Club partying with the people. Because if there's anything we know about Gus Kattengill, he is a man of the people. I am all about the people. More importantly, I'm there working. Yeah, working. Yeah, hard. That's exactly what I'll be doing. Um, look, there's a reason the sports talk show is called the Sports Hangover for yes. a reason. Yes, learning from Larry Holder and and yourself, yeah. yourself. You know, uh, yeah, I've got a grizzled liver. Sure, we'll make that. And, and look, I'm gonna make sure you're a part of it. I promise. I, I told you that. yesterday in studio. I will, for the sake of mental health, I want I want you to feel like you're a part of it. Thank so you. I, you know, I'll go around and take selfies and videos with people. Like, just oh, that to, looks fun. Yeah, not to let you. Yeah, see, that's not where I'm going. I, I'm not trying to make you feel like you should be there. It's more of, look, you're here with us in spirit. That that's what I hope to feel, yeah. and and we hope. I'm that looking you, forward to Jim Eichenhofer doing fireball shots. Yeah, that's the thing is we yeah. don't know if Jim's going to be there. Or heard not, he was the fireball look, king. He, we, we have heard he's the fireball king. Uh, we've heard he's the Jägermeister arm wrestler. You never know what he's going to do. Is he going to break never. a bottle and yeah. threaten to fight you, or is he going <laughs> to hug and sing with you? You never know with Jimothy. It's like I used to say to Daniel Sallerson all the time: If only I could live in the world that you envisioned for me. If, I, if only I could be that person that you want me to be. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I can meet your expectations as far as we'll see. some of these things. But, I'll rub off But no, I, I like the fact that Gus kind of stressed, you know, that he's there to work. That sure. This is, he, I know that there's going to be a lot of people yeah. there there to take pictures with Gus. Buy up and some drinks after. Socialize and stuff like that and, you know, make sure they take advantage of the 
the uh, the man being in their presence, the way that it got to be a significant game is the Pelicans winning three games in a row. So. Yes, we are streaking, baby. Jim bringing us back to where we need to be because the Pels sit tenth right now. And Dude, uh, man, man pull it up. No, it's crazy. You yeah. have to pay attention every five minutes. It, it was a it was a big win, one fifteen ninety six over the Hornets, keeping them under a hundred points. And uh, man, it was it felt good, pretty much uh, wire to wire. Uh, I know it was uh, a tense game. It was much tougher than uh, than the game that we we previously played against. Uh, you know, just dudes off the street. But man, the the Hornets were shorthanded, and to their credit, they kept it close. I mean, they only had seven guys at the end. You know, that they were going to the bench like, oh, no one there. Uh, they, they couldn't put a ghost <laughs> right. man in. Uh, so you know, to their credit, they kept it closer than a lot of people expected. But much needed win felt good, man. Well, Jim will tell you. There, no one's either written, posted a podcast, or gone on a national TV and felt sorry for the Pelicans for not having no, Brandon Ingram sure. for two months. So yeah, Zion no Williamson approaching three months. Um, if they're not there and the offense isn't working, they'll take the pounding and beating and move on with that W. And I think that's what the Pels had to do. You know, Jim, from the beginning of the season in October, we talked about what this offense and defense can be, what this team can be, what expectations are. And to sort of see the evolution and the adaptation of what you have to do through a season. We, everyone has a vision, but it never goes that way, right? I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of times, I, I'm talking obviously right now with a lot of the recent Saints signings with Sean Payton, you start with, say, the vision. But a lot of it, too, is being able to, what seems to be the catchphrase now in football, being off schedule, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and, and that phrase literally means, well, we had a schedule, well, now we're off schedule. How do you adapt? Right. Right. Everyone mm-hmm. would love to have the left tackle block everybody. The players run the right routes. Joe Burrow famously said on the Colin Coward show earlier this season, that never happens in the NFL, but maybe 30% of the time. Right. He's like, most of the time, you have to adapt and improvise as they're going. So we all wanted Brandon Ingram and Zion Williamson and everybody else yeah, to play. Nice. Um, but when they don't, it does affect how you want to do things because you build your team with that vision, with mm-hmm. that schedule. And I think what I've been impressed about is, I wouldn't call it the panic button, but I think head coach Willie Green, and we've talked about this in our post-game show the last two weeks, I'm all in favor of what we've seen here with the Saints for so many years with Sean Payton and, and Drew Brees. I always said the next game is the the big the biggest game or the next game is the big game because that's mm-hmm. how they approach it. So when that big game comes, your 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 heart rate's not elevated. You, this is how you prep right. week one to the playoffs. And I liked how Willie Green during the ten game losing streak, Dylan and I was saying, "Hey, look, we just keep your head down, go to work, do trust our approach." I think is kind of the phrase he kept saying. At the same time, it's like all of the realization we're winding down to the season. Certain things need to be adapted. And Jim, what we've seen while the competition is the competition, sure. A, mm-hmm. mentally this team sometimes isn't there. Sometimes this team energetically isn't there. But there has been a focus in the last week of we've got to be there. The players chit-chat before they went on the road the last time that we talked about in, in, you know, in studio. The team adjusting on the court. All of a sudden, hey, we're using Jonas. Willie last night saying, hey, Brandon's going to be bringing the ball up the court. He's seeing the assist numbers. There is an adjustment that we have seen 
that I don't think coincidentally has translated to W's. Yeah, and I think going forward, I think the most fascinating thing is going to be how much they can carry over, whether it's individual play that's been a lot better or just the team overall. How much can they bring that onto the road where they've really struggled? And obviously, as you alluded to, it's not breaking news for me to sit here and say that the competition lately has been the lower tier of the NBA, but they're about to play a bunch of teams that are fighting for the same thing as they are. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's going to be so um, intriguing to watch to see how much of what they've done over the last week will be part of what we see on the road trip. But um, specifically, I mean, Brandon Ingram, to me, is playing the best he's played all season, and obviously that came at a great time. Needs to keep doing that as they go to play the Clippers on Saturday and then these teams that they have coming up. And Jonas Valanciunas as well. I mean, you have two of your front court starters that I think are playing the best that they've played all year. And what a time for that. I mean, yes. they as you as you mentioned also, Gus, I mean, you can kind of sense the feeling of, okay, there's no more like we'll get we'll take care of this later, we'll get this yeah. done down the road, you know, hey, we can stub our toes a little bit here and there and we'll still be fine. I mean, that's all gone. Yeah. They're at the point now where you realize, and and some of it is kind of obvious when you see you lose a game and you drop three or four spots or you win a game and you jump two spots. So I feel like all of that has kind of come together now and you just want to see the same kind of sense of urgency and the same performance that they've had recently. I realize that the Clippers are a much better team than the Spurs team that we saw. But how huge is this game now? I mean, this Clippers game yes. is massive now. Yeah. Absolutely massive. It really is. And I mean, is is unlikely as it kind of seems if you go back a week or so, mm-hmm. they're within striking distance of the Clippers yeah. and teams like the Suns now. And the Suns are the hobbled Clippers. The Suns are in fourth place in the West, and the Pelicans are only two and a half games behind them. So I mean, it's 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 amazing just how much is on the table. Like, I mean, they're going to have to win a bunch of these games. They have nine games left. It's yeah. not like you're going to get yeah, we go five and four. We'll be no. You're going to have to win probably more than that to Six jump up. And, yeah. But you can do. You can definitely. But they have some wind in their sails now. I mean, we we can yeah. talk about how hobbled the competition was, mm-hmm. and that is a legitimate yeah. thing that we need to couch some of this in, but. The team was operating efficiently in a way that we haven't seen them operate regardless of opponent. I mean, even against that Houston Rockets loss, Mm -hmm. even in that loss, they operated well. Mm -hmm. So you hope that they can consistently carry that over. And and for a while now, for the last few games, you've seen some consistency, some carryover from game to game that we didn't see. It was always one good game, let down. One good game, let down. Mm -hmm. Now you're seeing some consistency when it matters most. And part of it, Jim, to the point that I was bringing up to with the adaptations and listening to Coach and Brandon yesterday after the game say, look, there there was a concerted effort to get started quicker in the first quarters. How many times do we start a show? Second segment, let's go to wherever. Ty Graffinini, how you doing? He's like, we got to start fast, Gus. Yes. But you heard that at shoot-around. It translated into the game. Turnovers. The ball handling's now coming specifically that Coach Green said, Brandon, you're the guy. Go handle the ball. Rebounding. What have you seen Jonas do? Yeah, Jonas I mean, he's post. five of the last six has been yep. double-doubles. There's a go-get-the-ball. Brandon Ingram said. He kind of joked and said, the dude's stealing my rebounds. But he said last night after the game, he's now going to go try to get more rebounds. Yeah. It, it's specific things, and that's the good thing about it with the Pels, Jim, is you can look at it, and I can draw on the white dry eraser board. Do this. We have a better chance to win. Do this, we have a better chance to win. And those are controllables, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Sure. Shots are going to go down, shots are not. But I love Brandon Ingram driving more to the basket. Yeah. I love the team focusing on rebounding. Effort. I love the team understanding we got to get started early to get going, not get in the hole. Mm-hmm. Those just little things put you in a better spot. Are you going to win? 
I don't know, but it's like Coach Green said all week. It doesn't guarantee us a win, but it puts us in a better spot to win. And to your point, Joe, it you're controlling your own destiny. You play the Clippers twice in one week's time, Saturday here, I mean on the road, and then next Saturday here. You win those two games, you you move up two games closer to them, period. I mean, it, they're right there. Golden State's in the sixth spot. Yeah. You play them on this road trip. Yep. Like, you are playing the teams that are in front of you. And the last game of the year is Minnesota. You beat them. You jumped. I mean, it, it it's there for you. Yes. So if you want it, go get it. Mm-hmm. I, I also think, too, that, I mean, some of this is dictated by the matchups that they've been favorable for Jonas and the New Orleans bigs. Yeah. But the, the Pelicans have been so much more forcing other teams to react to them yeah. lately than vice versa. You start getting the ball to Jonas – in early in the game, other teams are starting sending sending double teams. He's getting some guys in foul trouble, mm-hmm. so he's not only doing real well against their starters, but sometimes there's a backup in, and he's doing right. even more damage. His minutes have been able to go up too because he's he keeps being so productive. So I mean, it's it's been just a flip to me of what it was before, where a lot of games Jonas was playing low twenties minutes. Well, he almost seemed like he needed a break. He almost seemed hobbled. Yeah, I think before. that was part of it too. He, seems yeah. he looks, looks better. Yeah. Much looks better physically. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no and, doubt. And, and CJ, you know, he's been struggling with his own stuff. Larry Nance, he's been gutting it out. But as this team gets healthy, as mm-hmm. other teams we're talking about, like all these teams in the West that we're going to be playing, all of them are dealing with their own injuries as well. And to your point, they didn't uh, sympathize for us and we have to assert ourselves against them. You brought it up too. Brandon Ingram looks like himself, and it's taken a bit. People forget when you don't play basketball for two months. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's so, and what I'm seeing with him gives me hope that if this team does get into the first round, where now you have to beat the Pels four times, mm-hmm. there's going to be some days in between. If Zion can come back, it's going to take a bit. I mean, look, I believe me, I would love for him to come back that night, drop thirty or forty. I, it's not sure. realistic. The guy mm-hmm. hasn't played since January. Yeah. There's only so much conditioning I can do in a pool on a treadmill. Took bi sometimes jogging with Joe around LaSalle Park over yeah, here. There's only so much. You have to go hoop. Right. The good thing about it is these are world class athletes, mm-hmm. so they'll get good enough to be effective. But that's my hope is that if there's a positive of this, Jose. Mm-hmm. Zion, these guys haven't played for a while. Their legs are going to be a bit fresher. I mean, we're seeing Brandon flying by people. So I do think that matters when I'm looking at, you know, highlights. I mean, it, it, they're dogfights in Dallas against Golden State. They're dogfights in some of these other games. I'm looking at, you know, the games tonight. I, look, I mean, Suns, Kings, those are dogfights. They're waiting for Durant too, by the way. But, yep. you know, the Warriors at the 76ers, Philly's trying to get that as high a seat as they can mm-hmm. in the East. they Steph has to play. Clay has to play. Yeah, no one's 35, off the gas now. 36 right. minutes. So those are a lot of minutes you're bringing in here all of a sudden. And I think if you can get Zion and you can get um, Jose in, if you just get into the postseason. And look, it'd be great if you could get, I don't care, a game. Sure. Two games before a play-in or a first-round matchup for Z. Just to get that cardio in, man, would, would be tremendous because then all of a sudden I go back to what we talked about back in October. You got to beat them four times. Right. Yeah, no, I think it's very reasonable, realistic to think that anybody that's out for a long time isn't going to be able to jump right back into it. But I mean, just his having his presence on the court and Jose's 
similarly too that I mean just having it's, them it's on the spark. floor. Yeah, the, exactly. The, the emotional spark. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Pelicans seemed deflated. It was hard to quantify why they were playing poorly and with with such poor effort for a while. It's mm-hmm. not that they stopped loving Willie Green. It's mm-hmm. not that they stopped listening to coaching. They just seem to, to have lost their joy and their focus. Mm-hmm. And to, to see them playing happy again, to see them enjoying themselves on the bench again, Jose and B.I., you know, playing with each other, Jonas uh, smack-talking his teammates in the gym interview today. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just it's just fun to see them. It seems like they have their joy back. It right. seems like as they hit this absolutely crucial four-game road trip, they're going into it with a mindset that you want to see them going into it. I don't know if you'd have felt well, confident with the way they were playing before. I, I'm looking at you know some some video from last night too, and you know we can't play it. Oh, can we? I don't know. It's not on broadcast radio. <laughs> but what Jonas Valanciunas said, you know, bleep happens mm-hmm. uh, about Trey Murphy getting his twentieth rebound. He could have had twenty and twenty. That's my point. Yeah, that. It's fun in games and humors, but he was like, I want my 20. Mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram, he stole a rebound for me. Mm-hmm. But again, it goes back, Jim, to what I was saying, that mindset. This this team wants to go rebound now, and they understand if they go do that, and Trey's doing it, right? You just control what you can, and I know you hear Coach say it, control the controllables, but when you look at these next couple of games here, if you just can focus on that, if that makes sense, then basketball kind of takes over. These guys can feel off their hands, mm-hmm. right? When the ball sure. goes in, mm-hmm. these guys understand, can feel the flow of a game, know when a run is coming. If you just focus on the little things, it's going to help too. I mean, I I don't know. I, yeah. I, I'm excited about it to just see yeah, me th- too. this time of the year. This is going to be fun. I mean, this doesn't it feel good to be excited again. It, it really does. <laughs> Watching the Bells really go on the road? Yeah. I mean, that's right. uh, we couldn't have said that. And in a I think, while look, ago. I'm just excited I'm going to be at a bar tomorrow. Let's just be <laughs> honest. <laughs> right? and we're excited that you get to hang out <laughs> with the goose. I get to look at my wife and go, I have to go to work. Yeah, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm going to be next to the Jägermeister. Uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a tough office uh, that you're going to be in tomorrow, but well, we look forward to seeing you I there, man. I will do whatever I can. The Pels 12 anniversary, their one-year anniversary, so all the Pels 12 are going to be there at Mid-City Yacht Club. There's going to be guests. There's going to be prizes, and uh, some of our radio crew, including Mr. Goose and Miss Aaron Summers, will be there uh, starting around 7 p.m. Uh, Jim? We'll see. You know, we'll if you see. if you see limousines uh, pulling up and you see flash bulbs you know, popping, there, you'll know. There's a softball field across the street where people play. I yeah. mean, I think you should just chop her in. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Miss, Miss, Mrs. B space. has a chopper, don't she? Yeah, she yeah, I think so. I mean, yeah. Jim has his on reserve too. Yeah. So I mean, just I mean, you're 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 Jim Hiking. I'll have to yeah. I'll have yeah, to just, see what my uh, what my helicopter schedule is. Yeah, for just a hell on a ladder yeah, like look, Lady Gaga. I saw the stairs. They're right over here. Just walk up. Just okay. Mrs. B, can I borrow the chopper yeah. tomorrow? I, I'll you bring know? the keys back. Yeah. Jim always just opens <laughs> the door with his sunglasses on. That's just he, how he, he does have a little MacGyver in him, doesn't he? I can totally see he's never operated a chopper, but he learned how to fly it. Oh, no. He, he'll read point. the handbook no like five minutes yeah. before. He, he's a smart guy. He's yeah. got it. There's no doubt about uh, it. So have fun tomorrow, Goose. We, uh, I will be jealous. I'll be in the studio. But uh, we look forward to hearing from everyone <laughs> at Mid-City Yacht Club. Have fun, man. I will try. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff with Gus Kattengill. What a fun man. It's always a blast to have him in studio. And boy, how lucky of the people to get to hang with Gus. I got to tell you, he's a fun dude to hang with and have a few drinks. Uh, So go uh, hang out with him at Mid-City Yacht Club along with the radio crew that can be there. Pour one out for me. I'll miss y'all in studio. 
Here we go, Jim. The road trip begins tomorrow. Absolutely crucial. Uh, this Clippers game is now, once again, it's another must-win game. So we have to beat this Clippers team, and then the rest of the stretch doesn't get any less important as right. it goes on. I guess you could mm -hmm. say the least important game now is Portland, and you can never discount them. Right. So... Mm -hmm. uh, here we go, man. I know you've been looking into your orb. You've got the uh, gymnarios lining the yes. wall. Crunching the numbers. Absolutely. I mean, there's so much the to look forward to here. So, so yes. break it down. How and can the Pelicans make some hay here? I have to start, too, with my mind is totally blown because I was going through the four-team tiebreaker that the Pelicans are in as of Friday morning. This is definitely going to change tonight because some of these teams play and the Pelicans don't. Yeah. However, I noticed that on NBA.com, on the NBA app, on ESPN.com, on various other standings, they have the Pelicans 10th and the Lakers 9th. However, if you go to Google and you search NBA standings, they have the Pelicans 9th and the Lakers 10th. So how... Does this happen? Do we have someone implanted? Did King at Cake Google? Baby get a job at Google? Yes. I don't know. I don't know what King Cake's baby ma baby's major is. Who knows? <laughs> I, I don't know. So I've been saying repeatedly that the Pelicans are in tenth place and the Lakers are in ninth place. But Ooh. if this keeps up, I might have Let's to. Go. I might change my mind and, and maybe I'll make a rule that I'm only going to go by Google's standings. So yes, yes. It's. I mean, it is the standard. Who's using Bing? <laughs> go <laughs> right. to Google and check the standards. I mean, and who's using the NBA app? I mean, the actual league that yeah. runs runs the standings I, I knows and, everything. <laughs> whatever. Go to Google. Uh, yeah, it, it does look, it, it's just fun to see us ahead of the Lakers, even if it yes. is a farce, I don't care, right. uh, man, it is sweet fruits of victory Friday. I am just excited. Uh, and I feel like for once we have a streak going, it seemed like forever. We could, we'd win one game, disappointment, win one mm -hmm. game, disappointment. I understand. And we talked about it. The, the competition has been a bit subpar, whatever. It's a them problem. Right. And, uh, we've been taking care of business, which feels good. So now that we're doing what we should, and hopefully we keep it up as much as we can. No one, I, I don't think any reasonable person expects us to go undefeated mm -hmm. on this road trip, right. but you got to hope to, to make as much hay as you can. What, what, what scenarios, what gymnarios would be most beneficial for the Pels? I think I'm going to first start by saying that to me, you know, it goes without saying we want them to win as many games as possible, but to me, yes. The benefit of one of the many benefits of being on three game winning streak and being in a much better position in the standings order than you were a few days ago, even, is that you're not going into this road trip saying they have to win all four games of the season's right. over. So yeah. I think that realistically they can win two games on this road trip. If they go two and two, they'll still be one game under 500. But with the combination of all these other teams playing each other, and some teams are going to struggle. The West is insane. I think you can go two and two on this road trip and still be in good shape. I feel pretty confident that, you know, after the road trip, you have five games left. Four of them are at home. Pelicans have played much better at home, obviously, all season yeah. than they have on the road. They're playing a few teams on that homestand that also may have their spot kind of locked up, and they're not going to be super motivated because they're already in whatever Great. seed at that point, which, yeah. hey, we'll take that sure. as well. But, um, you know, just to kind of rewind back to the present moment right now, I say to go – Go at least two and two on the road trip. Sure. Um, and that's reasonable. Right. That's reasonable. Um, Friday night, you know, a few hours from now, I'm sure maybe even when, as people are listening to this later in the day, um, the big game to me is OKC versus the Lakers. We yeah. mentioned that earlier in the week. OKC ended up splitting its two game series with and the, the Clippers. unstoppable Austin Reeves. Yes. He's, he's a, he's been a demon lately. Yeah. There's a bunch of games on the schedule tonight in the West. People can read five things to know on, 
pelicans.com and they some of the other things that I'm writing to, I don't need to go through the whole list, but, um, Definitely 930 Thunder versus Lakers is the one that I have my eyes on. Both of those teams are 36 and 37, just like the Pelicans. So whoever wins that game is going to be slightly ahead of New Orleans. Whoever loses is going to be slightly behind. This is all subject to change. Um, Pelicans, I'll say this too, though, kind of to wrap things up. Um, The Pelicans are at the point, I mean, you could say this for a lot of teams, even if they win their next two games, they're going to be in so much better shape. Even if you could, even if you could beat the Clippers and beat sure. Portland yeah. by Monday night, you're going to be in. And at that point, there's only seven games left in the season. And so. those games specifically look to me like ones that that you can win, especially if right. you're playing well. You're playing mm-hmm. the way you, you should. Seeing Bi get to the line more consistently has been great. Sure. Seeing his ability to get those points because before it was just you got to hope Bi's mid range is falling or his threes, and if not, it's going to be a tough night. But now. B.I. is getting people to bite on pump fakes. He's going to the rim and actually drawing fouls. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Trey Murphy, now you got to close out a, a dude who's in the dunk contest, and he's a spot-up three-point shooter. You, you just feel good about the weapons the Pelicans have, the way they're operating, using Jonas now mm-hmm. against some of these hobbled teams they're going to be yeah, facing. The offense looks so much better than it did Absolutely. for a long stretch. I mean, there was a stretch there where they were like a bottom-five offense over – I'm going to pick a number out of the air and say over like a 20 game stretch. They yeah. were, they were one of the Those five bottom teams in the league. And with the talent that they have, you just don't expect to see that. So it's been great for them to go back to, you know, the level that we know that they can seems play like they at. have their identity back. We for were talking sure. about how it seemed like they just had not found their identity without Zion. And this seemed like the stretch where you needed to assert your identity and reestablish it against some of these bottom mm-hmm. feeding teams. And it seems like it started slow, but as this stretch went on, it seems like they've refound their identity. It seems like they have their joy back. Right. And and um, it's hopefully something that they can carry over. We talk about the road trip and we talk about how, you know, what are the most winnable games? I mean, I'll, I'll give you one quick stat here too. I mean, part of why you look at Golden State and Denver as the tougher ones, Golden State is 29-7 and seven at home. Denver's yeah, thirty and six at home. Ooh. So I mean, those are those are very. The Clippers don't have what we would consider to be some kind of overwhelming home court advantage. They're they're twenty and seventeen at home, so not that much over five hundred. Without Paul George and Portland is seventeen and eighteen at home, so they actually have a losing record um, in home games. New Orleans is a much better home team than both of them. The, the Pelicans are twenty four and thirteen at home, only twelve and twenty four on the road. So that's something that they're going to have to improve upon over the next week. But uh, but yeah, I think um, just on paper, it, it it's almost goes without saying that the this the game against the Clippers and the game against the Portland are you know just two teams that haven't been dominant yeah. at home, whereas the Warriors and Nuggets definitely have been. Sure, yeah, of course, and 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 you feel better. I feel like at least uh, going into the stretch with some wind in their sails after a couple of big wins, after three big wins. Uh, you know, you, you feel like the Pelicans may be feeling themselves a bit, and that's the mentality you want to see them going into this road stretch with. So let's go, Jim. I want another sweet fruits of victory Friday, uh, if we can. I guess uh, Monday we got to figure out another. Uh, or Momentum a, Monday off, Momentum coming off of a, of a Clippers win. That would, be, yeah. that would be splendid. That's much better than mine, which was mm, a win Monday. <laughs> so it's, uh, that's, that's much better. That's why yes. Jim's here, to punch me up, because uh, sometimes I need some help. We are the Pelicans Podcast, presented by SeatGeek. Go check out Gus and Aaron tomorrow at Mid-City Yacht Club around 7 p.m. Go hang with the Pels 12. I will be in studio. Hope to hear from some of you then. Uh, We will talk to you once again on Monday with hopefully good news. And until then... Go Pels! 
Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. It's okay. It happens. Excuse me. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.